Ladies, gentlemen, and those of us who work in restaurants, welcome to Ticket Stabbers, a restaurant podcast by restaurant people for restaurant people. I'm Jarrett Steber, chef and owner of Little Bear, set to open this year in Summer Hill. But you may know me from my pop-up, Eat Me, Speak Me. Restaurants are strange places, and the people who run them are even stranger. The purpose of this podcast is to not only give us industry folks a safe space to commiserate in, but also to offer outsiders a peek behind the curtain and hear what it sounds like when we crack open our shifties at the end of a long week. These episodes will feature myself and different colleagues catching up at work immediately after weekend service ends, when we've reached maximum gum brain levels. And don't worry, all of our guests will be people who actually work in their restaurants on a daily basis. If you ain't deep in the shit, you ain't going to be on Ticket Stabbers. Feel free to yelp about it. For our first episode, I'm joined by Mercedes O'Brien and Melissa Davis, beverage directors of Gun Show and Revelator, respectively. They're also helping open their company's latest concepts, Cold Beer and Hazel Jane's, which happen to be Beltline neighbors at the Edge Development in Old Fourth Ward. We recorded this episode at Gun Show after a long week of work. Here's our conversation. Guys, we made it. We're here. It's the end of the week. We survived. Another week of customers doing their best. Make us not survive. <laughs> but we're still here. Uh, so I'm with Mercedes O'Brien and Melissa Davis. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Mercedes is, uh, what, what is it, beverage cart conductor? Yeah, it's basically, oh God, it's just a long story. But I'll, we'll go with cocktail director of Cocktail Gunshow. director. And Melissa is also a number of long titles for Revelator on the upcoming restaurant, Hazel Jane's. Um, what, what would you prefer? You, uh, beverage director. Beverage director. Yeah, That'll it's easier do. that way. So we're hanging out. It's a uh, gun show where Mercedes works. Um, Sunday, day off. She just did a cocktail class. <laughs> That's common when you work in restaurants. Yes. You always work when you're not working. Um, I wanted to... Uh, talk to you guys a little bit about the upcoming restaurants that's the first thing i want to bring up so cold beer that's going to be the latest concept for you mm-hmm. uh, mercedes let's hear a little bit more about what that's going to be like yeah so cold beer has been um a long time in the making for specifically kevin and he always imagined gun show being the sort of chefs like run rampant and the freedom that that brings and then the answer to that being cold beer and it doesn't necessarily have a tie into beer itself. It's more just about an homage to the South and, and seeing when you're, you go camping or you go kayaking and like a hot summer day and you see that like classic cold beer sign oh, and like yeah. a truck stop or anything like that and what that brings back. So um, with that being said, it is a massive space. How big <laughs> it's, is it? It's 220 seats. Uh, yeah. So okay. it's, uh, it's right off the belt line. It's going to be like... Patty, oh, sorry, the ice is dropping. <laughs> there are ghosts. <laughs> uh, it's it's a it's a really great space, but I envision it being both beer and cocktail focused. And 
cocktails coming in and definitely doing the draft and bottle cocktails, but yeah. in a way by that, the bat. yeah, by, but in a way that, um, speaks to my sort of style, which is, uh, tying in things from what's right behind me, like the spice cabinet and stuff, not just like your Manhattans and your old fashions on tap, but kind of pushing the limits of that. And, and a lot of people I've found inspiring over the last years and cultivating those ideas. So I can't help but notice one of the spices you have in particular on the spice shelf below Please you. Please don't tell me. Uh, bottom right oh, under, <laughs> underneath the turmeric yes god okay so here's the thing is every time you have to like check yourself when you look at the spice cabinet you're like okay i get someone either is fucking with me mm-hmm. or like <laughs> what is it so i think as you can see it's basically empty and it's still so like you guys prevalent use a lot of the, star anus <laughs> we, we do not they're like let's just put that out is that close enough to the guest yeah i think so yeah. um looks perfect there you go. It's 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 a ton of that shit. Crush it. Yeah. Well, in fairness, there is an unintentional typo on the Togarashi, so the <laughs> joke's on them. Togaroshi. Someone, yeah, Togaroshi. Togaroshi. It's the new Mario character. Oh, I can't wait to bring that up on Tuesday. Shh. Yeah, bring him up. <laughs> Don't tell them I said it or have them listen to this. <laughs> I have a reputation to uphold. I'm the nice guy. <laughs> I'm going to find a way to edit in some Mario sounds right after this. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Well, I had no idea that it was going to be so big. but Yeah, that's massive. Well, that's good. At least it's might be a huge restaurant, but at least it's on the belt line. So yeah. you'll have a oh sea God. of people coming in no matter whether those seats are full or not. We'll see. I'll be sending all the people that don't fit in my place to you. <laughs> yeah, so that's a nice natural segue. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hear a little bit about Hazel Jane's. Well, Hazel Jane's and Cold Beer share a wall. So Mercedes and I will see lots of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we East and West Germany. Who's who? Uh, we um, haven't did the wall hasn't been yeah, built yet. We we'll don't see. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Have you been over there? We're gonna fight in the little like it's uh, it's called like the the sand oasis or the beach oasis. It's literally two fucking beach chairs <laughs> and a palm tree that's already dead. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, the Dutch and English and French did that for most yeah, of those garbage islands that are just rocks in between the pretty ones in the Caribbean. Yeah. Can so we just have yeah. it be like a Hedwig and the Angry Inch sort of situation. Like you just. You know, your side of the wall, a little hole. We'll just talk to each other from. Like I'll get like a little dog to like stick his nose through, so you know when it's time. Like, it's like, <laughs> okay, it's ready. Whoever's farther down the process and permitting already, just get the other tenant to build it and then yeah. pay for it. Perfect. I think I've heard I, that works. We're probably right about the same space. I've already sat through all my NPU meetings for my liquor licenses because I've got two. Dang. Two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, you didn't know that. Yeah. Collect them all. Yeah. Literally, I'm like ding 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 ding. All the things. <laughs> Um, so Mercedes is doing all the cocktails and beer in the world and I'm doing all of the wine. Got it. So I'll have like four beers yeah. in a can. So people aren't like, I fucking hate you so much cause you don't have yeah. beer, but I don't have a cocktail program in any way, shape or form. It's like all wine all day long. And then I have a little, a very, very small retail section in the restaurant. So because we're underneath like 400 apartments, mm-hmm. so people can come down, grab a bottle of wine and take it to dinner or the pool, which is also right behind us. Yeah. I'm already trying to figure this out. I think we have pool access. Oh my god! You'll definitely, even if you don't get it, you'll just we'll eat. make friends. Yeah, yeah. make friends with Chris. Make friends with uh, mm-hmm. Ren, who is like the <coughs> construction guy. I know all these people now. Pool I even I even know your construction people. Oh, um, god, what are the names? Choked. It's Big yes. Mike. Oh, because they did you. Well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> So yeah, that's what I'm doing. A teeny, and we have like 80 seats. We're the exact opposite. We're what? so tiny. Yeah. Oh man. And that's with our patio. 
Oh my god. Mm-hmm. They can take some of your seats if you want. Yeah, please just take. Like just let's just believe she it was, all Melissa in. was <laughs> talking to me earlier about how many more seats she wanted before we got started. So <laughs> yeah. I, I know that they're looking yeah. at them. Just yeah. like high Do volume it. for like, the win. Hmm. For my teeny tiny five hundred square foot kitchen, totally. I want all the seats. Bring it all. Perfect. It's the opposite. That's just enough room for I'm the like, sinks. I'm like, this is just too much. Can I just? I just need to start like a, a little commune out of the space. It's just too big. I'm like going from this to cold beer. I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even. Don't even know. It's a lot. Yeah. Every because like we, you know, I've been in the space since February of last year. It was the mm-hmm. very first time I walked it. Was when before I even signed on to do the project. I was like, I want to see what we're talking about. Like no walls, no nothing. Like barely a floor. I was like, what the hell is that? And everyone's like, that's cold beer. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like looking up. Because you guys have a whole patio on yeah. top of the restaurant, too. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, it's insane. Yeah, I was wondering about that with going to culinary school. I had a lot of students who got co-worker or whatever you call co-students uh, whatever who graduated and they have all these student loans my grandfather happened to die right before i went to culinary school mm-hmm. which was fortunate unfortunate timing so i just used all my inheritance to pay for culinary school wow. and then i didn't have loans which was great but everybody else who went through this like ivy league tuition costing garbage graduates and then they work for like eight to ten dollars an hour yeah. in entry-level cooking positions mm-hmm. and it's like well you're never paying that off so yeah nope that's it. I think even most of us, it's like people always have a, a like a, a relation to uh, people working in restaurants being like uneducated or something like that. Yeah. But I know most of us, not only are we educated in, in numerous aspects of life, whether it be through like the university system or otherwise, but um, on top of that, we don't we like barely make enough to start paying that yeah off. for sure so like listen i know how to be pretty crafty with with the money that i make so and that happens a lot to front of house that's something that y'all probably have had to deal with maybe a little more than i have through the course of my career cooking is that mm-hmm. like oh you're serving that's cute like yeah, what else are what you else doing? are you doing like, you no, this is lot. it this yeah. is my job this is my job yeah mm-hmm. like that's fantastic yeah. Glad you think so little of me already. <laughs> Do you remember that I'm the one that controls whether you get <laughs> mm-hmm. food or alcohol mm-hmm. here? So the, my favorite part about that is that I had to sit through a serve safe class yesterday from 9 a.m. until 4.30 p.m., which is a long time to have one very trying to be engaging professor, proctor, what have you, proctor. We're going to go proctor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. teaching you something. And he made some joke about helping like your kids study and how... You know, when you're managing people, it's basically like having children and yada, yada. And he made some off the cuff comment about how all of us, everyone sitting in the room, which is all of the corporate people within Revelator, like my chef, all the chefs, the shoe chefs, the pastry people, all the things, because everyone has to have one and makes some comment about how all of us do this because we couldn't get a real job because we didn't do well in school. Wait, and this is Serve Safe? Yeah. This is my, my, my proctor at Serve Safe. He knows who he's talking to. He, I mean, I'm does, like, does he also realize that he's a Serve Safe proctor? Right? That's exactly what we said. We were like, <laughs> really, you you're, the, you're the one here. You probably went to school and this is what you're doing. <laughs> that sucks. It was, so, it was so funny because all of us just like look around the room at each other like, did this fucking guy just <laughs> say that to us? Are you kidding me? What Perfect. the hell? It's like, you get, you, you, teach serve safe for a living you give people answers to tests yeah. like go fuck yourself if that guy comes into cold beer to order a drink what do you think he's gonna order mm, oh tropicalia all the way ah yeah chops 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 mm-hmm. no offense creature comforts love you very much but mm-hmm. 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 we are not 
serving Tropicalia. We are going to serve Tropicalia. Yeah, well, you, you have to. Yeah. What are what are these? For? Is it classified information? We can't talk about what your no. four beers are going to be yet. No. What are, what are you going to do? Are you Brad going and I like just like solidified it the other day. We're going to serve um, a Stillwater beer. Um, yeah, they're it, crushing. It, well, they're, he's delightful. His yeah. beers are really good, and they're extremely consistent for what they are. To be a complete gypsy brewer, his beers are incredibly consistent, yeah. which is what I'm looking for. Um, it it's to gems. I can never say the word. It's oh yeah, just, yeah. gems. I T C H G E M S. Yeah, it's like a sour red, and then bearded iris out of. I think it's bearded iris. That's Brad's. Oh, like, that's the Goo Goo Dolls beer. Is that no? Stop I'm it. Just kidding. Okay, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I, 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 I was like, wait, I'm sorry, what? I yeah, really wanted to put. Was, <laughs> I wanted to put mm hops on the menu, and Brad was like, no, no, ma'am. And I was like, like, come on, it's it Hansen. speaks to me. <laughs> it speaks to me. my childhood. But yeah, so it's just four like really. Brad never had a childhood. That's why. <laughs> I, I, maybe. I haven't spoken. I, I haven't spoken. And here comes Brad. I was like, I haven't spoken to him about his childhood in a little while. Yeah, well, it's like Oliver Twist. Kind of, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. He's probably, maybe he's an orphan. I don't know. We never talked about it either. We were always Not just in orphan. the weeds together when we cooked. So. <laughs> yeah, I heard about the, was it a tabletop fryer that you guys had to, like when he was doing shrimp heads or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. which I took with me. Not that one, but the notion to eat me, speak me at the beginning was largely when we started at Candler Park Market. He's in the deli. It was a panini press that had the top of the two presses was too caked up with stuff to really use. So it was basically like a one-sided, like a George Foreman grill, essentially, <laughs> and then a little tabletop fryer. But that used to be like the setup at Empire, for sure. When you worked on hot apps, it was like, the only hot thing you have to use is this tabletop fryer. <laughs> like, and all the dishes either God come out of now. this or the oven that you have to walk over to and back. Yeah, it was that was rough. Yeah. Hey, I mean... I, th- yeah. I think that's how everyone has one of those stories where it's like, yeah, when we first got started, mm-hmm. we didn't have anything. Like, he's going to make it work in a 500 square foot kitchen, though, because mm-hmm. he's going to know. Oh yeah, absolutely. What's the food going to be like? Um, so we're doing pop-ups right now to do more menu development, but I mean, obviously, Brad's history is you know farming, and so it's going to be a lot of vegetable-driven stuff. We had originally planned for a pizza oven. This is my favorite story, <laughs> and. Uh, the pizza oven is not to code in our particular space because to vent fire, pe- yeah, to vent. Or is, yeah. was it going to be a wood burning one? Wood burning yeah. oven, so it's a solid state fuel, yeah. so it has to have it has to be direct vented, and we <laughs> up all of, no. yeah Perfect. up yeah. ten stories, and we were like <laughs> through cold beers patio. <laughs> <laughs> well, next Listen, to I, I would say yes. I would be like, please, can we? So <laughs> we were going to have some pizza, and then we were like. Yeah, no, we can't vent this. And it's like our $20,000 pizza oven just became like a $90,000 pizza oven. Jesus. Because we'd have to cut through the roof in the building mm-hmm. and then vent all the way up. So we 86 to the pizza oven. So we're just going to, we're going to figure it out from there. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Brad's food's delicious, by the way. It's so good. Makes yeah, me happy every once, time. Once you're, once you get the CEO and you're open, you can throw burning wood into anything in a kitchen. It'll be fine. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. I've, I've, no, I've moved past. That's fine. I've, I've moved past the pizza. Girl, I'll oven. be your lookout. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we got this little dog in the window. I got like literally the perch, the, the rooftop bar. Like, cuckoo, cuckoo. So I, I walked the space one day. I walked in there, and uh, Chote had literally installed a door in between our spaces. And I was like, huh. Wait, where the wall's going to be? Where, where like, so what there's if my no bank wall, gets but now there's be? a door. Well, no, no, no. My contractors went in. They were like, no, no, oh. no, 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 no door for you. Because they don't have access. They have to come down either Edgewood or oh, all the way yeah. through on the front of the patio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, whenever construction starts, you know, you guys can, you know, close the wall up or mm-hmm. whatever. And I, like, 
open up the door one day and there's all these dudes in your space and I was like <laughs> hey guys Hello. how's it going what the fuck's this door doing here by the way <laughs> they're like listen we got it they're like it's a temporary door we were borrowing your electricity I was like well I'm not paying it so I'm sure yeah. go do yeah, whatever you exactly. need makes like, sense yeah I was like if you need it use it like mm-hmm. it's cool it's all good we're, we're neighbors here this is delightful by the way yes yeah Ludi they crush it Ludi mm-hmm. that's what we're drinking everybody Ludit Melon de Bourgogne. Um, so, let's talk about your pop-ups. Mm-hmm. You had the, was it the first one this past week? We've uh, done a couple before. We have done, we did three days the first weekend in, what month is it? It's April? In March? Yes, in Georgia it's April. In Georgia it's April, yes. So good. Um, and then we just had one on Wednesday, but we're hosting them out of Revelator in Grant Park. And it reminds me so much of when I was here for like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like having to put together a kitchen or a workspace out of nothing every time you do something. Yeah. Because there isn't a kitchen at the Grant yeah. Revelator in Grant Park. And so it's like... Yeah, a little toaster oven or something. Not even. We're like running around like gathering induction burners from all the coffee shops every time we do this and like <laughs> picking plates up and like it's insane. Like stuff is here, stuff is there, stuff That's is That's always fun. You get all the induction oh burners God. set up and then you realize you that like all the pots it. and pans are <laughs> aluminum and none of them work <laughs> on the induction. <laughs> so many times like, why doesn't this work? And you can grab like, I found out you can grab one of those like uh, six pans or whatever and it works on yeah, top that's of an right. induction I've, burner. Yeah, I've, I've seen the yeah, like victory bartenders yeah. making syrups and six mm-hmm. pans and I'm just like, I know this is working. It just, <laughs> I feel like I would have gotten yelled at so hard for this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Eventually it'll crack or something. Yeah. Like if it, there isn't that, um, that sort of like equalizing weight or whatever, yeah. I, f- I feel like it messes it up because we, we broke one like straight down the middle. Oh my God. God. They're cheap though. They're pretty irreplaceable. Yeah. The induct wait the induction burner. Yeah, burn? the induction yeah. burner just. Well, I mean, like the the top of it cracked, cracked um, but from heat, like it huh. was. Uh, we we burned through a lot of induction did, did, burners. Did you feel like the Hulk when that happened? You're like, yeah. No, right. I wasn't here, but I was like, what happened? Everyone just kind of like no one. No when one you are, when something <laughs> exactly when something breaks and you're like, what happened? Everyone's eyes just kind of go to the left. And they're they're like, all oh, sad dogs. They're like everybody that? did yeah. it, but What's no one was there. Mercedes is gonna be so mad when she finds out. We destroyed one of the horcruxes <laughs> without her. I'm like, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. So you're scrambling around looking for induction burners to break. Yeah. Well, Step one of running a Hazel Jane's pop-up. Fingers crossed we haven't broken any yet. Um, but, I mean, so far, so good. We're just doing, like, a whole bunch of menu development, pouring some wine, hanging out, having a good time. We play lots of disco, and we roller skate afterwards. It's kind of our thing. Wow. Come on down and roller skate, girl. I, yeah. So I just, like, with us being on the belt line, I'm, like, trying to, like, lean into the beltline activities mm-hmm. but one of them is like i bought a, a good solid bike because i do just want to like mm-hmm. be it's important in our industry to be active you're right yeah. there you're like just hop on mm-hmm. but i rode by and these like cute little girls were just like in like roller skating i was like oh wait <laughs> <laughs> so i want to do that change of plans <laughs> uh let me t- two words of advice make sure that the uh Roller skates that you buy have outdoor wheels yeah, on them. Yeah, outdoor wheels are a big thing. Oh, really? Don't get those inline hockey Mm-mm. wheels. Okay, got it. Terrible you call. Don't want that. Yeah. Also, the both two sides of the belt line are completely different textures. So when you're like, if you're coming down Piedmont Park towards our spaces, mm-hmm. it's like super soft and really yeah, great. Yeah. When you're going back, it's all rough concrete that you don't notice when you're on a bike or when you're walking. But it's yep. all pebble. It's pebble-based concrete. Shit, and I did not so notice that. I got off and I was like, like still in my head when we finished. My best friend and I did 
like six miles in freaking roller skates. That was the Perfect. worst fucking idea I've ever had in my mm. life. My shins were like, no, bitch, you're done. It's, it's like <laughs> a done. metaphor for the gentrification. <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. So keep that in mind if you if you roller skate. I will. I wish someone had told me. Yeah. My shins were not happy. You guys doing any cold beer pop-ups? No. Oh, my God. No, my whole life is a pop-up, I think. <laughs> um, Literally. No, we're just kind of slowly moving along. And I feel like... It's been a whole lot of hurry up and wait, and in yeah. the next month, the other shoe is about to drop, and everything's just gonna go. Like it's just gonna be like go 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 go. go. Yeah, there's no in between. There's no, and the especially um, especially like still holding down the fort here, and then slowly transitioning out. Yeah. It's like this weird. You're you're living in. I'm currently living in a weird space where I'm like, I'm I'm leaving but I'm still here and I'm going to there and it's just like, it's a weird area, but um, I will say it's a lot of like excitement, just building and building. And I'm just, I'm just so ready. I'm so ready. Yeah. Cause this gun show wasn't built out to have a bar originally. No, not even, not even a little. Were you hired with the intention of creating a bar program or were you hired? And then they were like, Oh wait, this this is kind of awesome. Like maybe try to do more of what um, you're doing. So I, it, it's a it's a weird thing. It's like the person who hired me, um, I think, saw something that I didn't. At the time, I was just looking to find my next move and uh, had a lot of like uh, basically the people who I had worked with previously are now were now working at Gun Show. I was like, I want to I want to go there. I want to see what's going on, and I definitely want to be more in a kitchen space. Um, and so when I was hired, said no one ever, (laughs) but that was always kind of my intention was I always thought I would end up in a kitchen. Like I, I wanted to go to culinary school and and instead went the university route. Um, like even like to the surprise of my parents, my parents were like, go to culinary school, you go to culinary school. I'm like, but the debt. And they're like, okay, like you, whatever, it's fine. Um, and then I went to university instead, but when I got to this space, uh, the person who hired me was like, no, we want you to do cocktails. It was, it was Blake Morley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really fortunate for him because he saw something I didn't. And even the person, um, okay, Kevin, please don't get mad at me. Earmuffs. <laughs> but, um, just say peanut butter and, and it wasn't, it was no, by no means an ill intent, like intention thing to say, but he walked up to me and, you know, Kevin's just like, he's so charismatic and he's so amazing. And he just like, you just, when you're in his presence, you just know. Um, but he said to me, he's like, you know, I don't think uh, cocktails go well with food. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. And I just, it was like a split second where I was like, either this person knows me or he really just, he doesn't give a shit. But it just lit this fire where I was like, yeah. oh, I'll fucking chill. Oh, yeah, I'll, muddle, I'll muddle some <laughs> collard greens yeah. into a caipirinha. <laughs> Well, knowing that you wanted to go to culinary school makes so much more sense. If anyone listening hasn't actually had Mercedes cocktails, they're incredible. They're thank you. They defy the boundaries of what cocktails could ever be. It's incredible, and that makes yeah. My wife and I still always talk about that. You had a drink on the only time that we've been able to come in that was Mm -hmm. like uh, had rice. Like a barley infused rye or some sort of like it was like the oh, wheat. Oh, I'm still trying to remember. It was incredible. Oh, thank you. I'm trying. God, I don't even. Yeah, remember I th- want to say it was some sort of like a kind of old fashioned drift derivative, yeah, but it had a- grains. Oh, um, yes, yes, it was the uh, grain. No, against the grain. Yes. Yes. Against the grain. 
Working service on a daily basis is like going through an endless series of traumatic events. And like with all trauma, time numbs the painful memories. Nights start to bleed together after a while, so we tend to keep things recent when we vent about our shifts. Yeah, let's yeah, let's talk about your last service, Mercedes. Last mm. night, did you work service last yeah. night? Yeah. So I, um, God, my last service. So I mean, that one wasn't was really. It fine? Yeah, it was our. Uh, Congratulations! Get in there, girl. Get in there, dig, dig, <laughs> no, dig. No, I deep. will say, I um, it was a weird service because I I put myself over and. Um, in like service bar land because I was like you know it's the end of the week I have to talk in front of people tomorrow let me like go to service bar service bar if you don't work in the industry and are listening which why would you be but if you are thank you <laughs> uh, that is the station where you just make drinks and you don't have to talk to people so much yeah, you do I get a little to, bit I get to like stare at a clock but uh, which is the worst which is I'm actually I love it I'm like brain dead enough of the, from the week where I'm like Oh, it's 8.15. It's 8.16. Yeah. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> I'm in the future. Exhilarating. It's here. Uh, but specifically, and this will be really embarrassing if they ever listen to this, but I had, um, with Service Bar, I'll, like, normally, I'll, I'll, like, choose to dress, like, pretty feminine and, like, put put the face on, put the hair on, do whatever. Like, because I, I prefer it that way. But yesterday I was like, nah, I'm going Not doing it. <laughs> nah. I'm going to wash my hair and I'm going to like just wear jeans and like that. Um, and then sure as shit, like a high school crush walks in. <gasps> no. Oh. Yes. Fuck. It's yes. every, every goddamn time. Every goddamn every time. time. Yeah. Why do they do that? <laughs> it's not like they fucking know. They're like, they like oh, no, 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 this girl oh, this is not on, not on her game today. Let's go in there. Let's go to fucking gun show tonight. So uh, I immediately oh, clock them. So we're, so, so this is. <laughs> Go back so to this your is cave. service bar, and then he is right behind you, Melissa. And you're oh, like, oh no! So he has Wait, like right a now? yeah. <laughs> what is no. that table? Twenty-three. He's still he's here. He's at seventeen. He's and like, I'm, I'm waiting for you to change eight. and look presentable. <laughs> <laughs> and I just see it, and I'm like, okay, okay, O'Brien, pull it together. Like, be that's cool. when you're like, uh. you wish that this was like Superman's okay. little <laughs> telephone. You just go in, come out. You're like, I so got I'm it. like, um, well, there's no really pulling the outside together. So let's <laughs> just like exude happiness. Let's just like just smile ear to ear. Classic. Meanwhile, like we're getting smashed on like service bars. Well, so it kind of like, makes you smile ear to ear, just in that delirious. Yeah, way. in that just delirious like, way. Love this. Um, and so yeah, he's there and he's like, oh yeah, I just wanted to like check out what you're doing and this and that. And it was like super sweet. Uh, Did he come over here? No, I went to him because uh, I'll always be like, never. Mm-hmm. I have a I have yeah, a rule. Take, take the power away. Yeah, I have a rule where it's like, if I know you and you are like anytime you would know this, like when we go out and like you know the person and like mm-hmm. whether you want to say hey or not, it's like. I'm going to go say hey because yeah. I don't want to I don't want to live in this space. I want to yeah, like bring us together. Best defense is a good offense. Yeah, exactly. Situation. Uh, and so we did and we talked and all this stuff but I was like sure as shit you must have known. So yeah but he was like oh I was like so proud. I'm like thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Goodbye. And I was like texting my boyfriend at the time. I was like Oh yeah, like sure as shit. Like someone walks in, he's like, "It's fine, you're fine." I was like, "I know, it's fine, whatever." But you're yeah. beautiful every day, darling. Yeah. But the, I will say, the service before I was on the bar cart, and um, that's like a whole nother animal where you're yeah. like literally in the stuff, and it's just like, please, if you ever come, you're in the belly of the beast. You're in the belly of the beast. Night. You're you're running a, a functioning bar in the middle of a, of the dining room, so on a fucking with cart. no water, with no water. Just like pouring into a dump bucket and then like running to a sink and washing and then coming back and then like it's just it's madness. But um, if you ever come to Gun Show, please be nice to your cart bartender. Yep. Because <laughs> um, we're sharing the space too. But this one woman in particular, I was like really in the thick of it because we're serving everyone from that 
making like seven cocktails on one turn um, from a little like small space. And I had to like move out of the way and there isn't enough room in this, in this alleyway that you see right here, or this oh. walking path that you have to stop what you're doing and move out of the way. And so um, maybe it registered, on my, it registered on my face. And I was like, and oh, nobody's no. going to help you. The people that are there, they're yeah. oblivious. They're like, it's Friday night. I'm at yeah, a restaurant. Yeah. I, mean, I literally they should, have they no should be like, awareness. They should be in and like enjoying their time. But like, I guess regardless um she registered that i was like oh shit i need to like get back to these strings because they're like melting and stuff i want to keep them alive um and she and a woman of all people was like smile and i was like (laughs) you're like i'm gonna joker smile in your face right now i was like that's right you're gonna always be smiling she goes smile it's the beginning of the weekend i was like you're going to dinner (laughs) 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 that's perfect and it just slipped and I was like, okay, Perfect no, like response. I'm going to, yeah. My wife did that one time on a busy weekend service and she worked at a, uh, an Italian restaurant at the bar. So why would somebody go in and order a margarita? But that's what happens <laughs> a lot because weekends mm-hmm. and somebody asked her for, uh, like flagged her over, snapped, you know, I need a drink, mm-hmm. ordered a skinny margarita, which I don't know if they wanted skinny girl mix or if that's just what they call like a actual margarita that's it's just not marketing made from mix. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It's just marketing at its finest. It's like Booth Coco. It's the same just, thing. She was working service bar too. So like in the weeds and not the person who's supposed to be talking to people. And she was like, oh, so do you want me to make you half a margarita? <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately it was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'll make you a whole one. Just with you can have a whole margarita. I'm sorry. I was just like. I um, hope it goes well with your. <laughs> Fucking carbonara, <laughs> classic. I had a, I had a guy at 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 a restaurant. <laughs> had come in for lunch one day and he had gotten a late reservation, not on anyone else's accord except his own. He got a late reservation, so he has been kind of rude to his server all night. I'd been like running the host stand and running the floor, and. Uh, when we dropped their check, he started, he got very, very aggressive with the server. So the server's like, will you, will you come yeah. over mm-hmm. and talk to this person? I'm talking to him. And he uh, accused, uh, he basically said, I haven't eaten all day. I'm fucking starving. And this is bullshit. And I was like, sir, it's not my fault <laughs> that you starved yourself all day before yeah. you ate here. Like, fucking control, regulate yourself. Yeah, Would you like me like to cut the crust packers. off your peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> right. for you? He, well, he was so, so rude. And it was one of those moments where, like, he stood up and got in my face. Um. And, like, I, I do my, I get very, like, nervous in situations like that. I'm not very good at cutting people off. Well, or, yeah, nor should you be. You shouldn't have to deal like, with that. You should be like, maybe you should, we should just talk not about be a is like cutting asshole. people off because there's not a good way to do it, no matter no. what. But so yeah. it's like I literally I told the guy like I dropped his check and I said, you know, I you know, here you go. Yeah, and someone had charged him corkage. They brought in three bottles of wine, so he was yeah. drunk and like complaining Oof. that he had hadn't eaten all day. It's not my fault. Not I my haven't problem. eaten. I'm gonna drink three bottles of right. wine and then yeah. figure it out. Right, and then he so he was angry about corkage. He was angry about eating so late, and I was like, listen, I'm gonna drop your check. Like here you go, and I I believe this should be the end of our relationship. Is literally what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm breaking up with you now. We're done. <laughs> and we're done. And he like stomped off. We got a fucking. You're just like your father. He, t- <laughs> he he called his credit card company and told them that his. Experience was so bad that he shouldn't have to pay for it. Oh what did God. they do? What did the credit a- card Amex company? Amex sent us a fucking yeah, a thing, Amex a chargeback. That. They, they sent us a chargeback, and we called we called Amex, and we're like, "Hey, listen, like this is his signature on his receipt. Like he was here, yeah. he dined, he was here. Like he has to pay for it. It's not our fault that he didn't appreciate the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like it was insane. It was insane. And I was like, th- yeah. that wow. was the end of like you know you end a Saturday service and you're back in the restaurant for brunch the next day and you're just like, 
I'm going to fucking kill you all. Like, <laughs> listen, I, yeah. I haven't fucking eaten in 13 hours. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Like, exactly. Like, Nor have I sat really down. Really what should be said is like, yeah. You have like it's so. Oh, you want to play? Before we started this podcast, I like this time. opened up, and I felt guilty because I was like, I gotta share these little packets of nuts with the no, my you friends don't here, and I was like, no. you guys, if I don't eat these almonds, I'll never be a whole person. So, yeah. <laughs> I should have brought food with me. I should have like, that's what I should have done. Just feed your servers and your and your chefs is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> family don't meal. Show Everyone empty-handed. Feed people family meal. We're mm-hmm. dying, right. all of us. And family meal is usually just eggs that got scrambled for like 20 minutes and there's some like sautéed peppers and onions in them. You know where like the... Actually, I, that might have changed since I've like worked in restaurants. Yeah, I feel so like restaurants are doing better family meals. We have... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you guys make... The family I, here is delicious. Thank you. Family meal at Gun Show, House is great. Yeah. House, you kill it. Like every day we have a, a solid family. And for a long time we had this like whole thing where on Saturdays uh, front of house had to come in and help with family meal. Yeah. And I honestly, I miss it. It was something I want to bring over to Cold Beer because it was like we just got to yeah we want like we all love to eat we need to eat so let's just do it together well the, the, the beauty of the beauty of family meal is that the thing that brings all of us together in the first place is that we're here to serve food. masochism right yeah that too <laughs> you know yeah you know it's like we're here to serve food we're here to create like this experience and if you take the time to sit down and eat and connect with the people yes. that you work with you're much more in tune about what's actually happening in your restaurant whether or not you were there yeah, yeah and that's the worst part about bad family meals it's like this is our whole life. This yeah. is not a great industry to work in if you're not passionate about it, but you're not willing to, at the very least, make a good meal for the people who are going through all this shit with you. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. Dark and light, fire and ice, good and bad. The basic rules of equal and opposites in life certainly apply to customers. And oh man, are there a lot of bad ones in restaurants. Yeah, like it'd be nice if there was a moment that you could give the customers that's like, a night where you're kind of drunk and you're out late after work and it's getting to last call and you're like, ah, I've been talking to this person. They turn the lights on. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, the lights came on. Yeah. If well, you could do that to a customer, but about themselves, mm-hmm. that'd be great. It's like, right. That, this kind of, like, in theory, come full circle with the idea of like cutting people off. It's like, yeah, I am doing my best to save you from being a complete fucking yeah. shithead in front of the people that you're with. It's like being a parent. This is for the best, it's I promise. better for you. And mm-hmm. I'm saving you from the ridiculous, already bad hangover. Like, if you've gotten to a point where we're cutting you off, you are so fucking drunk and so belligerent and so yeah. nasty to somebody that yeah. Yeah. You've, you are obviously, like, you need to be stopped because you're just going to hurt yourself. Well, and that's mentioned a liability aspect. Totally. Like, yeah. That's things, like, when people don't really realize is when you do have to to make that call and by the way it's never an easy call like it sucks on both sides oh yeah it's terrible see i want i want someone to come to me and be like melissa (laughs) i'm cutting you off i'll be like fucking thank you hell yeah (laughs) thank you you're not even my manager but i'm cutting you guys (laughs) can you just order the chinese food that i'm gonna get like can you just yeah make this round out this experience but yeah like cutting people off it's like when you it's like we're doing this for everybody this isn't yeah. because we 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 hate you and we're mm-hmm. ending your life mm-hmm. which is how everyone acts when you do it like this i know is you're for the you. only person in this the world so this must be coming as a shock to you right now right but actually there are other people yeah and you're annoying all of them and pissing you're, all you're of us sitting off in literally a public space you're dealing yeah. with other humans it's and privileged you're to next be here to them. yes exactly yeah i mean it's your responsibility as a customer to go out and 
I was actually reading an article on Eater the other day that was written by a, a bartender who, uh, I guess her thing is she talks about the word screwdriver, the drink being like, quote unquote drink, whatever, mixer with vodka, uh, being like a safety word that she'll use with people or some guys kind of bothering a girl at the uh, bar. Mm-hmm. So sort of be like, you know, if you're okay, that's cool. But if it gets worse, like order a screwdriver and we'll, you know, know to like try to take care of this. Mm-hmm. But like, doesn't that suck to have to plan for things like that, you know? And you're going out to eat, you're going out to drink, whatever. You are taking the privilege and saying, I'm going to go out and be responsible to the people I'm buying stuff from, the people I'm sitting next to. And to totally ignore that is insane to me, like completely unfathomable. Mm-hmm. But it happens all the time. Yeah, all the time. And I'm sure you guys deal with it. I mean, I in the kitchen don't have to deal with it much unless I have an open kitchen. Um, but as bartenders, I'm sure you deal with it a lot more or you in particular Mercedes mm-hmm. and you managing and bartending. How do you handle it? What's the move? Um, I guess on my, on my end, we're, we're specifically talking about like if a woman is with a companion that like she's feeling uncomfortable or, or you, or you get like, or you get like a weird vibe or someone's better yet. Yeah. Someone is intruding on their experience right. or like, yeah. So I would say, um, I owe that person nothing being the person who is in, in fracting on yeah. the other, like I, my utmost responsibility is to make sure the people that are in my space feel safe. Yeah. And that comes in all matter of forms, whether it's like, um, someone who doesn't meet the stereotypical, uh, view of society, like coming in and wanting to have a drink and whatever, and like getting harassed and it's like micro things too. Like, especially when it comes to like a trans community or something like that, like coming in and having people stare or whatever, like being aware of that and talking to this person and I I always try try and like touch base and be like like we're cool you need anything I'm there just from the jump yeah um but especially with women I um I feel like if someone's infracting like I don't I don't give a shit like you can just fuck off like what do you think about um the people around them in this situation because that was an interesting thing that I saw in this article I was reading uh, what do you think the onus is on other customers who are witnessing what's going on, who are within earshot, who are privy to it? Do they need to step up and help? Does I that mean, make it worse? I would never expect that of a guest. At the at the yeah. end of the day, like they have come to your establishment because they feel comfortable there, because or they're they're interested in what you're doing, and it is not from. As a guest, I have said all kinds of shit to people, but I don't. I don't expect my guests to do that. You know, they they aren't there in a position of defense. They are there enjoying themselves, and so that the moment that you know from someone standing behind the bar, the moment that you notice that something is wrong, you have to take an action as the person who is controlling the dining experience of the guests yeah. around you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't think a guest should ever be a, a guest viewing something should ever be held accountable for needing to step into that situation. That's why we're here. That's why mm-hmm. we're professionals. That's why we are trained. That's why we are committed to what we're doing is to step in and stop that situation when it's happening. Yeah. Right. Whether that's kicking somebody out, like you're fucking done, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Obviously in maybe kinder words, depending on where you work, like maybe it's a little bit softer or, you know, kind of taking away the attention of said person so that the person being accosted can 
take a deep breath, walk away, get out of there, go to the bathroom yeah. and like find a sneak way. I've literally snuck people out of my restaurants yeah. before out yeah. our back door yeah. for their safety. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you have to, like they're putting literally everything about their lives in your hands. Yeah. And that's a responsibility of a business too. Like, I think that's where it comes. It's really important to choose who you work for mm-hmm. because you want to work for a company that, that has that as a core too. value. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's been a couple of times where like one time Kevin in particular just so happened to be in the restaurant and these people, same thing. So we're like, we haven't seen enough food and we're drunk and this and that. And they're like basically accosted. I, this is so long ago. It was like five years ago. And they were upset that they, they said that, and quote unquote, they had been overserved. And I know overserved. I like try and keep, we're trained. Like you said, we're trained for that. Um, and he basically was like, took, took the check off the table and was like, your bill's been settled. Leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In that moment, it is, it is so much easier to take that hit oh, than yeah. to deal with anything that could possibly happen. Yeah. It's I've, like, I've had to do that a couple of times. That's like, not where it got to, or it was open kitchen, that kind of vibe. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, I got my servers back. Ultimately, whoever's right or wrong to start any situation, whatever, it doesn't matter. I have my staff's back, got my server, cook, whatever. And somebody's crossing the line. It's like, here you go. Here's your bill. Zero bucks. Dinner's on us. Get out of here. And yeah. don't ever come back. Well, that's. I think that's something that we should probably talk about is the idea that like the customer is always right. Because 99% of the time, they are wrong. If they you are, are the customer wrong. listening, you are not always right. <laughs> you are right. not right. 99% usually you're wrong. Yeah, you're but always But we're just <laughs> tolerating it. We, we appreciate you and we're trying to guide you into the light. Yeah. But you're mostly wrong. Yeah, like, we're, we're here to... Uh, ultimately facilitate a good time but i'm no by like by no means obligated Mm -hmm. to serve like to make an experience that you're not willing to have so it's it's in a relation and not to be cliche but it's a relationship in that sort of aspect is like Mm -hmm. you have to give and you have to take and you have to like you want to make something solid then give a little Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have to it's it's the whole idea of like if you um What's the old saying? if you don't have anything nice say don't say anything all but like treat others how you'd like to be treated at the same time it's like if you don't want me to treat you like you're kind of a piece of shit and ignore yeah. you a little bit, then be nice. Yeah, generally, be nice. It's human a bartender or whatever staff member you're dealing with is not that much of a jerk that they're just going to be a raging asshole to you. So if you're out somewhere and you're like, man, they were so mean to me there, it's like, did you deserve it? You wonder why, bud? Yeah. <laughs> we listen, <laughs> Chad. Because you suck, Chad. <laughs> I don't like care that like you have two first like, names. I'm so sick of this. Like yeah, we're going to have like a resurgence of chats. They're like, going to go on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to look for Hazel Janes on Yelp. And be like, <laughs> does not compute. Before we even like open up the doors, like, like 20 chats. <laughs> just locked in. Chad O. Chad the, w. Yeah. the Chad's Guild of Atlanta. Okay. So here's a question. Would, would I be able to sue then? Because, you know, I'm not open yet. So meow. Just kidding. Anyway, back to customers. No comment. Very smart. So what makes, uh, we've talked a lot about shitty customers, so let's keep talking about that. What makes a customer not a creepy, predatory, extreme version of that, but just a shitty customer? Like if somebody saddles up to your bar and says, hey, get me whatever, or says whatever drink they're getting in a certain way, what is it that stands out to you? It's like, ah, this guy's here. There's a lot of things. There's a lot yeah, it's 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 your intonation, it's the tone that you use, it's the 
the pitch, the way that you would direct the questions that you're mm-hmm. asking. It's like, if you wouldn't ask your mother for something in that way, don't I fucking just, ask me for <laughs> it like that either. I just got so excited. I almost ripped my <laughs> no, it, it, and that's the thing that always kind of crosses my mind is it's, it is almost this maternal paternal exchange. It's mm-hmm. like, it, not to get Freudian about it, but like, <laughs> kind of like we've been a lot. We work in restaurants. We don't know about Freud. We just want to have sex with our dads. Like, that's all. <laughs> you know, uh, that you wouldn't just talk to me like a human yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. And if you, um, snapping, ca- that's a good one. Yeah. Snapping's a mess. Snapping for attention. Yelling Classic. over people. Girls trying to like oh yeah their oh that check down. symbol yes. I, I I think like the check symbol I'm I'm trying to no I still fucking yeah. hate it is there uh, are some people that do it that don't like older don't dad right. type of yeah. it's, like, it's oh, not disrespectful check, they're just trying to be silent they're trying to be silent something. And yeah. ask something. it's, just it's like, the ah. like I'm sitting in front of you and they're like yeah like, I need it my, now. my favorite is yeah, when they do it, it in the middle of when you're asking. Would you like anything else? Are you finished? And they're like, huh? Yeah, the you're like, check. I'm that literally you fucking here when you have nothing else. Did you wait table? forever for, to do that, <laughs> yeah. Tyler? Oh, Just tell me right here and now. Because <laughs> they're also the people that were like, "Where's my whatever?" Earlier, like, okay, here it is. And then you go to clear their like almost empty plate, and they're like, "Oh, we're still working on it." And you're just like. I can't read these. <laughs> it's not fast enough. Yeah. It's too soon. I'm clearing it. And then they're always just like, oh, we need the check now. And it's like, you took 45 minutes to eat like yeah. a slice of fish in the crudo that was left. I and now like you want the check right clarity now. Clarity and respect are the two things that I think would go a long way from guests in a restaurant. Like, be clear with what you need. Be clear with what you want. Because like, I am, like, I have been run by someone who works in restaurants as a guest in my restaurant from like side to side over and over and over again. Oh. It's like when I'm like, would you like some coffee? Can I get you some coffee to you know finish your meal? And they say, yes. Like, would you like cream and sugar? I've asked you. Yeah. I've, I've anticipated your needs and asking the question. Mm-hmm. Everyone says no. And I bring them coffee. They're like, yes, we need cream. Cool. So I run back, I get them cream. I bring it back. That's, no, 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 no. no. Now we need sugar. Point. Yeah. Like it's clarity. It's knowing what you need and being able to clarify and ask for that and having respect when you ask for something and you need it. Actually, like, I'm into that butter in the coffee thing. Do you <laughs> mind churning the cream for Actually, me? Actually, I read something on, um, what is it? Like, I, I read something on Eater recently about butter coffee. Oh, no, wait. Is it olive oil? Is it? Oh, just no, like, it's coconut. You're like, what the fuck yeah. are y'all talking about? I guess oh. I have Coco <laughs> Lopez for my <laughs> What are you coffee? talking about right now? Just basically, like, yeah, I think it's a all long the other time. Things. What did I, what yeah, did I miss? Like, you people about putting butter pads of butter people, in the yeah, coffee. Yeah, people just... Okay, because well, technically, like a paleo yeah, it's like a paleo, and and they fucking you know what's like, paleo? Not putting that shit in your coffee. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, because you know what Crow Magnum Man always <laughs> did was find a good cave, start a fire, and brew some fucking coffee. Get out of there, handy dandy mason jar, and make some fucking butter in there. No, what? <laughs> oh, my travels in Ethiopia. <laughs> I came to find this magical bean. I'm commuting all of this through grunts, and you understand what I'm saying. Let's or, brew some. I guess better yet, like coming from your point like is what how do how do you deal with like dietary restrictions like i i am sensitive to it uh and my my one cook who works for me is even more so than i am so Mm -hmm. we are if you have allergies and restrictions we are good people to come to because we will take it seriously that's awesome but the majority of people are full of shit yeah and a lot of people will hide behind i have an allergy as an excuse for i don't like things like Mm -hmm. Can I get this dish? No mushrooms. I have an allergy. It's like, just tell it. You just don't like mushrooms and have a baby mouth. And that's fine. Just 
ask for it without mushrooms. And no. Like, that sucks, but whatever. We'll kind do of it. Clarity, you're like, clarity respect. and honesty yeah. in respect yeah. is like. But that also comes down to the staff of making people feel comfortable. Where it's like, I don't know, you go to a place and it's like, no substitution, no whatever. It's like, I can leave something out. Whatever. It's yeah. Like, That's cool. I mean, if you're like, oh, I'm allergic to, you know, fucking turnip puree and pea stew. Yeah. Can I have my dish without these two sauce components? It's like, yeah, sure. It's just like a chicken bone mm-hmm. with some meat on it after that. Well, but they're, sure. they're paleo, so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, if it's just a little thing, it's like, even if anything, it saves me on the food cost. Like, you can pay the same for it and get less food, whatever. Yeah. I guess that's something else that we should talk about is like when you substitute things in your food or like take it off, you're still paying the same price yeah. or just less stuff. Yeah. It's, it's when people are like, can I get that without this, but have this instead? It's like, this is not a uh, choose your own adventure kids book. <laughs> if you, if you want to read Stein, Goosebumps yeah. for dinner, Mama, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. fucking stay home and make You want to relive meal. it? Guess what? You can walk outside without a jacket and get the Goosebumps <laughs> whenever you want. But when you're in this restaurant where I'm a little fussy and pretentious, not going to lie, I don't want you to fuck with my dishes. Well, it's like the whole point of going out is to have someone else's perspective on food right that's the yeah, whole point that's the mm. point or someone else's perspective on cocktails or yeah. someone else's perspective on wine that's yeah. why you're here right? when i was making this dish i thought it'd be really good without all the things in it <laughs> you know what i was thinking about robert s in like new brunswick <laughs> coming into my restaurant and fucking hating this yeah, like, that's right he is like he's my favorite yelper so <laughs> oh wait just been praying guy? That was <laughs> I, guy. I was like hmm, yeah. this guy i bet he's already written a hate review about us <laughs> Yeah, Robert S. from the uh, Goosebumps series. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, the Robert's long for R. Oh, dear. Yeah, no, we definitely deal with the allergies, though. I mean, we do. I, but it's one of those things where you can you can tell who is and isn't full of shit. If you think you're clever and you think you're getting away with it, you're not. We all are on to you. Yeah, just be a honest. A lot of us are so just that like, We can right. actually take the appropriate measures. That's yeah. the thing. Is like, and it's not worth it to... Like, if somebody does have a nut allergy, I don't want to kill them because somebody else was just an idiot before them. So, yeah, we take the appropriate measures, but it's still just like, we I mean, know you're full of shit and we're cooking our your food thinking that. We're not going to spit in it. That's, that doesn't happen. I've literally never worked anywhere that's happened. I'm sure it happened somewhere, but yeah. nowhere really reputable. But, you know, we're definitely cooking your food, like, talking shit about you the entire time. So just keep that in mind next time that you're like, I'm allergic to spring onions. It's like, yeah. okay. Yeah, sure spring, you are. The spring Only kind. the spring ones. <laughs> you have allergies. It's pollen that you're allergic to. Well, it's like something that I always learned like in, in restaurants like early on was if someone said that they were, they had a gluten allergy, the answer was like to ask a person you if have they celiacs? can have, well, no, 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 don't ask them that directly <laughs> no, because they'll immediately say yeah, yes. Just, like, you ask them if they now. can have vinegar. So you find and like, other things that you know that someone with celiac can't have because mm-hmm. it's made from barley and wheat and yeah. things like that, you find like an answer to that, and that's the question that you ask. And if they say no, 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 that's fine, then you like you Maybe can like, say, okay, okay, we won't, we'll avoid putting gluten in any, yeah. everything, but we're not going to fucking fact that break. Flour's th- been in here, right? Is like I think that everyone listening who, if you have allergies, to understand exactly what happens in a kitchen when someone has celiac disease is that you yeah. everything stops, everything is cleaned, yes. everything is sanitized, yeah, everything is started like, completely I over because if I some salt to yep. finish a dish totally with, and mm-hmm. I had touched gluten at right. some point, you know, this, this isn't just like, oh, I'm using another pan. Yeah. Like we, yeah. it, when people take it seriously, your yeah. kitchen is completely broken yes. down and started mm-hmm. over for the dishes that are made for your table. Which and is an enormous, 
enormous inconvenience at exactly. Saturday at eight o'clock. Right. Not that we don't want to serve the people with allergies. It's fine. We like, do like the inconvenience isn't to serve you. The inconvenience mm-hmm. is just to the flow of service. And mm-hmm. or, so or better a big deal. yet, like I would say, if you do have an allergy, preemptiveness is everything. Like let us Call. know beforehand, let please, know. Beforehand. so we can yeah. because like we'll have everything nothing ready will throw, to go. Mm-hmm. Like a wrench in the whole thing is like, oh, by the way, I'm gluten intolerant. You're like, oh fuck classic great like exactly yeah. and then, then it's a mad scramble and then not i don't want to say it builds resentment because it does it it does it <laughs> kind of does because it's like we've given you every opportunity yeah, to make it clear what's wrong like yeah. what's wrong with your dietary restrictions but you know like to to let us know and just keep us informed because the it's the same thing as you know raising kids like the more informed they are the better off they are mm-hmm. like restaurants are the same way like the more information that we have about you from the moment that you sit down the better off we are we just are. Like a lady came in to Staple House one day and was like, you shouldn't serve soy candles because soy allergies can inject, it can like in, uh, inhale, in, it. inhale it. And I was like, I don't think soy allergies work that way. So I like did my due diligence and went like, looked it up. Sorry, kids. Like I've got to go like do some <laughs> research on soy allergies, you know? And like, Luckily I, did- I carry this, <laughs> this belt full of books <laughs> ready to go <laughs> on my three mile walk to school every That's day. That's a cult. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's like I did some research and like it, it, that's not how it happens. It has to be through ingestion, not inhalation. And mm-hmm. so, you know, every, every single decision at Staple House is, is incredibly thought out. It's yeah. put through the ringer top to bottom from like how it's going to feel from the guest to how it's going to feel for a food runner to how it's going to affect the flow of service. And so no, no one in their right mind would have put a soy candle in a bathroom of a yeah. place that takes allergies so seriously if that were an allergen. Believe it or not, we repurposed anthrax into wicks. <laughs> so. Dun, dun, dun. Even the majestic phoenix needs ashes to rise from, and so too from the scorched ruin bad customers leave behind come the good ones, the ones who make it all worthwhile and allow us to keep going. So we talked about bad customers plenty. What makes a good customer? What is it that says, okay, this drink order, guy's probably cool. Or, yeah, this couple seems charming. They're probably legit. Please and thank you. Mm. It's as simple yeah. as please and wow. thank you. Yeah. I would say Sometimes. it's literally what your mother, your father, your teacher has always told you. Please and thank you. Huh. And, and being socially aware and not a fucking wasted asshole. Yeah, but there's always that. <laughs> yeah, or even like not a, um, uh, there's a lot of uh, guests who are like, they're really great. And you want, you would, if you could you would talk to them all day um but what makes like a great guest and like a just a, a kind of random guest is like they will notate they'll be like oh no no, i know you got to go do something yeah so they like, can tell you're busy yeah they can tell you're busy they're and, socially and, aware and they're, they're yeah. socially aware it's like so. i know that there's only one person in this kitchen right now cooking and i am talking to them <laughs> yeah for 30 minutes about something um yeah i will say that it really it, there are times where i'm like it just takes one good guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that to can make save a night for so many. Because mm-hmm. like that just kind of comes with the territory. But like when you finally do find that person, and you're like, I just want to be like, thank you, and just like touch yeah. them on the shoulder. And you're like, you're wonderful. It's like that scene in Superbad when he like boops him on the nose yeah. at the <laughs> end of the line. <laughs> Boop. See, I'm like a big hugger. I wish I could do that to the guests. There was a yeah. night when we, we had moved into the new cakes. So we had like shut down for a week and moved in and like all the press in the world was happening back then. 
and I was on service bar, but my service bar was not tucked away where I didn't have to talk to people. I also had four seats at the bar and the entire patio and every service drink coming in from the Ooh. dining room. Woof. And yeah, and we were four deep at the bar mm-hmm. all night long and my shit was just getting kicked in all night long. Yeah, nobody's like, going in there like, I'll just take a vodka soda. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, whatever's quickest. Is like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there was one particular guy there who would just like, wouldn't shut up talking about politics and it was making so many other Ugh. people at the bar uncomfortable and like, Classic. finally like, things had kind of died down and one of the people who was sitting at the bar the very first night I ever bartended by myself at Cakes in the old space comes in with a baby on his hip and his wife around her shoulder and I like fucking just lit in and like went in for the biggest hug and I was like Mark oh my god you it's so fucking no good to see you like you don't even it know like, and it's just like a friendly familiar face sometimes mm-hmm. is all you need it, like being friendly and having manners is is speaks wonders to like the one person making up for like such a shitty shitty night yeah. what about that guest who's like this person's nice we all know him but uh, like n- right now is when you come in you know that guest that's just like you don't suck but you suck yeah you, you don't suck because you're an asshole you suck because it's late or because yeah. you're gonna cause a ruckus oh, or you're, you're so really needy. nice but you always come in and order five minutes before we close yeah I think that's different for, for front of house because whether for you guys, it's like if a person sits down at nine forty five, like you can in theory have their food out in an hour. Yeah. Right. And then you're mm-hmm. done. Yeah. We're the ones who have to like keep putting up with them until yeah. it's over. Yep. And so that really depends on the person for me. I don't ever feel that way with, with, with a nice person or like someone in the industry because it's like, you want to have a good meal. I get it. Like you don't get to come out and eat all the time. Yeah, so you're going to come that. in like, after sometimes work. Sometimes like desperate times I will, we're always like kind of, I think like, working in the industry when we go out we're um we're just we're, we're paranoid like i yeah. and, and i i will always i be have paranoid. trouble going anywhere like an hour to an hour and a half before they yeah. close which i know isn't reasonable and like, i should just go where yeah. i can go when i can but i'm just like ah, it's, okay. it's like know. i can't yeah like I they either. close in two hours by the time we get there it'll be an hour 45 we'll have to look at the menu it'll be an hour and a half <laughs> the order will be an hour 15 so everyone is listening who is listening is aware like this is how restaurant people think about dining in other restaurants yeah. like take a take a take a hint like take a little bit of a cue yeah or We're, just think about your job like let's say you're a bank teller would you like it if i came in and was like i need you to count all these coins at <laughs> 348 and you close at four mm-hmm. like you know They'd be like, go to the grocery store, put that shit in Coinstar. Uh, But I don't (laughs) want to pay for the commission fee. Yeah, I think going, for people who work in the industry, going into a restaurant, like anything less than an hour before they close. Taboo. um, Is just like a nightmare. Yeah, Mm because I have a a pretty good amount of fairly regular diners who, who do that at Eat Me Speak Me who come in within an hour or so and it's not like oh we just got off our shift that i don't mind so much like oh we worked close by and just got off like you close in an hour but i wanted to get something fresh to eat yeah. it's like mm-hmm. great happy to do that like day off and you came in 15 minutes before we closed and then ordered a fucking tasting menu just like no you work in the industry like you know how much this hurts all of us you know you know what my labor costs look like you yeah. know what my food costs look like you know what how much it costs to keep like the fucking lights on. or that i've been paid. here since nine in the morning and i don't want to stay here an extra 45 minutes for mm-hmm. you to like you're probably drunk it's your day off like i don't yeah. even know that you're 
actually appreciating anything. You're just like, I'm drawing this one. I'm off. Whatever. Well, it's even, I, I think in all honesty, like it's even worse when as someone who doesn't own an establishment or isn't in a like management position to be like, okay, whatever, to see your bosses then sit down with those people and extend Ooh. that dining experience from an hour to three. Yeah. Yes. So I, I'm a manager and I just got cut and I'm just going to sit here and drink now while you're on the weeds. Oh, God, it's such a hard line. You should drink it's some like cyanide. It's like the worst thing to, ex- yeah. to experience mm-hmm. and to be on both sides. You're just like, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really tough. And like, I think, I think going into our two separate projects, it's like, okay, we are the ones like standing in front of this. Like mm-hmm. we are the people making these decisions and it's a lot easier to cut somebody off or to really, really, really appreciate your really great guests when you are the person in charge of making those experiences happen. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, at the end of the day, if someone comes back and is like, you fucking cut me off and you're a shithead, you're like, yeah, well I run the bitch. So yeah, get so over go it. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Or like, I know you're good. <laughs> or like, I really love you. So you know what? You've come in here three times this week. Have a fucking glass of wine because mm-hmm. you've put more money into this establishment than I'm going to yeah. lose by giving you one. Yeah. Just for sure. go forth and conquer. Like yeah. it's, it's part of the idea of like, thank you for bringing in all these people with you. And I appreciate you just yeah, as much just, as I, you know, you appreciate us by coming here every day. Just taking that step of like, exactly like building that relationship mm-hmm. of like people who are amazing. You're just like, God, I just, I want to take care of you. Like mm-hmm. more so than my normal like scope of things. Yeah. Is, I, I really just want to like make your life. Restaurant industry people listening. Don't give away shit for free without permission of the people above you but like yes. you know people above them Hook make some grievances and like take care of the people who fucking take care of you they pay your bills give them a free glass yeah, guess of wine. what it sucks to work in restaurants the <laughs> least that you can have happen to you in your life is to go somewhere and get some free shit sometimes yeah i, I love nothing more than like being like fuck yeah like i see someone i know let's do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if, i mean with you, permission of course owner, as i can tell you from a proprietor standpoint you should be giving stuff away to people who deserve it and whether you are going to let your staff do it or not they're going to so just suck it up and know that you should just be cool put in an it. infrastructure like an right. infrastructure yeah. of it is Absolutely. like that's the best thing about working for where they're, for us. they're like just tell us mm-hmm. i'm like absolutely and i just like write it notate yeah. it on the menu like it's done yeah yeah or even like like there i know there are some like lots of bars have what's called a, like a spill tab or like a comp tab mm-hmm. And that gets really tricky because, you know, then it's like one person's getting six free drinks. Yeah. Which gets really complicated when it comes to being like, okay, friend, love you, but you're done. Get, yeah. get yeah. the hell out of here. But, you know, having some sort of system in place that's like either, you know, what Holman and Finch used to do, like little fucking yeah, sip little cards. Sip card. Those were the shit. I like, I kept that. I was like, ooh, I'm going to make it, I'm going to put it right here so everyone sees that I'm a service industry person. Yeah, I am so proud. <laughs> My mom was like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, Don't that's how old I am. I used to work at Holman and Finch before the burger was even on the off the menu. On the off the menu? Mm-hmm. On, on the, the off, off the, the menu. menu. That's right. Old school. I remember the first time I had that burger. I'd been there probably three or four times before that. Well, was it not? It wasn't good. It wasn't good for you. It wasn't good for me. Yeah. I, I, I'm also not like I eat a Mo's and Joe's burger probably once a week. So that when tells did you, you when did you have this burger? Jesus Christ, Karina Darold still lived here. She and I went together. We were on we were on Cakes and Ale's dime. So, 2010. Yeah. 2011 at the earliest because she left that summer. The summer right. that we opened in the new place, she left. I think, it was, I like think it was already time. done by then. It was already on the brunch menu all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it, it had changed. Yeah. But when it was the, the original thing. The whopping 24 burgers a day. 
Ugh. Which was like the smartest fucking move yeah, ever, the by good, the way. Those are the good old days. Yeah, I actually just recently, um, there's this amazing bar in the UK called Sexy Fish Bar. Sexy and Fish Bar. Yeah. Do they dress their fish in sexy outfits? No, but they, Is it they have themed a lot of after the band. <laughs> Oh, a, I don't know. I don't know. It's a fish-themed bar. <laughs> it's P-H-I-S. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, P-H-I-S. <laughs> yeah. I was also like, my, fa- my face just like turned. Oh, like, you guys didn't know I'm a big fish jammer. fan? Just go fuck yourself. Um, fish, if you're listening, uh, sorry. I'm so sorry. But no, it's not for yeah, me. You're getting um, roasted right now. But they, ha- they have like some cocktails that I just really love. And we currently have a couple on co- on the menu at Gun Show, but we can't notate it. Um, I'll show you guys, but it's like the tricolored cubes where we like have to pour a layer, let it freeze, yeah. pour a layer, let it freeze, pour. A la- it's like we have only 24 to That's sell, um, to to fit in any space. It's it's like we could probably do a couple more, but like at the end of the day, we're always yeah, gonna fucking point? sell out. And so like looking into the space in cold beer, I'm like, they notate when they make a a menu item that is super limited. They're like only 24 to sell, and I was like, that is, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. Because if at that point you're just like exhausting yourself, yeah. Well, there, like, in the, like this is the the uh, the ask that we have of our guests, which is to be clear and mm-hmm. be respectful. It is true of us to the guest as well, and that's a, a really easy way to do that. And you know, I have very strong feelings about putting things on menus about like you know our menus desire is meant to be shared and all of that because you're eliminating like a form of communication between the person serving a guest and the guest themselves you know like it's all about the experience and the relationship that we're building but that is it will save you so much fucking time and when it runs out it's a everyone already knows everyone already knows that it's limited Mm -hmm. it's not like how dare you run out of this yeah it's like i just i told you i fucking wrote it right there yeah asterisk we're running out, like right now. As you, as you're looking at this menu, we're gone. It's gone. Yeah. Do that for sure. I'll do. Are you gonna do like 24 though? No, no, no. It'll be much. I will actually have a freezer. Like this is so. This <laughs> It'll is be called, 240. Yeah, this is called Big Frida right here. Um, this is the first time I ever had a f- like freezer. This is new. This is like eight months old. Right over on our pastry station. So this is our service bar right here. This is a prep table. That is our fucking literally. service bar. Yeah, um, guys, literally, it's a it's a the closest thing is prep uh, table. fifteen steps away. Yeah, ex- there's two of them. Don't know. tell anyone. That's a problem. Try saying earmuffs. Earmuffs. Yeah. So over there is like our old freezer, which is just a like clear. Hold on, I have to walk. Mercedes is going going off off the beaten path. There she goes. She's over here. She's pulling the freezer out from the table. Okay, I thought that She's was a prep table, but it is a freezer. It is a freezer. It has one door. There's a one door a front door. a freezer. Yep. Oh my God, it opens. Yeah, it's a freezer. <laughs> no, 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 keep going. I'm, I'm, we're dictating. Uh, she didn't put it, it back. It was good. She did not put it back. There's a, a pizza, <laughs> pizza slice shape. No, our pastry chef segment Billy. of air. I have to put it back or he'll fucking have my head. Mm-hmm. Um, that like literally for that thing so we also don't have a cold draft machine so we freeze all of our uh, like katie's or 1.25s by 1.25s we like we freeze every single fucking She's one about ice cubes everybody all, all the time mm-hmm. like oh shit i had a thing going we, we for a little while harvesting. with uh, miles uh one of the owners of Kimball house and watchman's for this i don't know we had talked about vintage ice cubes being a thing. I took the <laughs> the first drink that I had at Kimball House. I think it was probably just a Negroni, honestly, because I helped them out and worked oyster room for their first friends and family night. And I think I got done and had a Negroni. 
and I took the giant, beautiful ice cube that was still intact because I drank it very quickly mm -hmm. and went and cryovacked it and <laughs> brought it home and put it in my home freezer. I was like, I'm going to save this. And when you guys um, have an anniversary, oh, I want to make you a Negroni and pour it over this ice cube. But then my uh, beer fridge at home that it was in the freezer section of got unplugged by accident at one point and it melted. But it was a thing we were going to do for a while. Vintage ice. So it labeled and dated the drink I I'd had, really where beautiful. I had it the day. I was like, we just save all the ice cubes. Oh, boy. So maybe we'll bring that back eventually. <laughs> uh, has anyone just thought about getting you an ice cube tray? A what? You. Oh. <laughs> okay. Or me. Well, well, we'll get him an ice cube tray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's He's happy opening. Yeah. Here's your ice cube tray. Welcome. Wow. So it's full of ice cubes. No, it will be empty. Oh. Wait, we haven't talked about your project. Is yeah. that on oh, the agenda? Oh, it's okay. No, no. No, that's no, 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 a no, super little bear, little bear, little bear, little bear. Yeah, little bear. That'll be my restaurant. If you're all listening, you should come to it. It's on going to be on Georgia Avenue in Summer Hill. And it will open sometime before 2025, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. I, th I think you'll get there. You're working with uh, Nine Pound, right, with Mason? Yeah, they're they're sort of like subcontracted yeah. to do the bar and banquet for us. Uh, you know, they're doing y'all stuff. They're awesome. We're working with Square Feet Studio. We're working oh, with Nine it. Pound. We're mm -hmm. working with Kendrick Anderson's. Going to be making tables and chairs. Working with all the good people. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Eventually, it'll get open. It's only been five years and planning so that's you know just a short little wait mm -hmm. running this pop-up which is somehow you me speak me is gonna be uh, six i think six in june that's so amazing yeah it's pretty Happy crazy that it's survived for so long with no budget or staff or resources it's just kind of kept going it's sort of like a cockroach you try to squash <laughs> it and we just <laughs> crawl out no of what. some other like nooky cranny <laughs> we're just in a oh they tried to squash us in this place let's walk through a wall and go into this other room and try to survive in here oh. And it's just been years of that. So eventually it was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's buy this cockroach his own place. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's something else that people don't think that much about is how much thought and effort and energy goes into like the idea of a concept. And when yeah. you're opening something, it's like five years, yeah. you know, I've been mm -hmm. working in restaurants and the desire to build my own thing from the bottom up forever and ever. And I'm sure the same is true of you. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like our entire careers, this is what we've been yeah. working for. Like yeah. this isn't like, Oh fuck. I'm, I'm JK Rowling. Open a restaurant. I, had a, I had a dream. I wrote my business plans on a napkin <laughs> and I had a charming <laughs> accent. Next thing you know, I'm a billionaire. Yeah. Right. It doesn't like work that way. No. We're human beings who have worked our asses off to get where we are to be able to run something. Yeah. And it takes literally everything out of you. It's like, Oh, it's depleting entirely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Depleting is such a good it's word. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, square. They're, yeah. Like, you, <laughs> they're like, you look tired. I'm like, because I am. Yeah. Someone said that to me the other day. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 7.45 yeah. in the morning. You called me that your fucking POS was broken. Yeah, I'm fucking tired. Of course I'm tired. Of course I'm tired. So tired. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Really? Women have had an uphill battle to fight in many walks of life, and the restaurant industry is no different. Since my guests tonight are not only total badasses, but also both women, I would be remiss not to explore such subject matter and allow them to voice their opinions on what it's like to be women in restaurants. Yeah, that's what, that's what we want to get into next. We want to talk about what it's like to be not just a woman working in this industry, but to be a woman in charge. Advantages, disadvantages the bullshit you deal with on a regular basis. I mean, we're forced to be 10 times better than the people who work with us because no one takes us seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've, I've literally sawmed the floor and someone has looked at me and been like, are you even old enough to be a sommelier? And you're uh, a woman. That's a classic. 
So yeah. there's that. Yeah, um, my wife would get that a lot. Just like, are you old enough to pour this cocktail for me? And she'd yeah. just say, I'm old enough not to. <laughs> yeah, I can. Do, that's good. That's a good <laughs> answer. Thanks, Holly. Um, I think to me, I, I'm just so far beyond even categorizing myself as like a part of the, the like, no, I, uh, God, it's, it's just so tumultuous because on one hand, let it out. I want to, <laughs> this is actually no, our therapy session, which is why this has gone on. On one, on one hand, I see like the fact that being a woman, much like Melissa said, uh, you have to work 10 times harder. Um, and at the same time, I want to just say like, fuck you. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I, um, I'm sick of having to prove myself mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not here for you. And at some point the trajectory changed for me. I want to say like in the last two years where I'm no longer here to service people who see me as a woman as taking care of shit. Like I am me and I'm going to crush and I'm going to make something. And if you recognize it or not, that's not, that's not, that's outside of me. Yeah, I wish more people would see it that way for sure. And I think the trend is changing slowly towards it, but that's definitely the way I view it. I don't give a shit who works for me. If they're male, female, they're black, if they're white, anything else. It's just like, do you do the job well or do you not? That's mm-hmm. all that matters to me. I wish more people saw it a little more blank like black that. Black and white. Yeah, black and white. Because that's really all that matters. It's like, do you make? are you trying to be the bartender here? Cool. Do you make the best drinks that are you know available to me through somebody auditioning for this role cool you got the job are mm-hmm. you a man are you a woman it shouldn't matter you should be able to do it the problem is men have had the leg up especially in this industry for so long that it does take that kind of like sea change of overcoming it mm-hmm. but it sucks that it's still a thing that it's like oh wow she's a great female bartender a great female sommelier it's like, can't she just be a great bartender or a great sommelier and can't that just be can leave enough? the she out of it yeah like, or like only being, and, and you don't want to let River like say like, I don't want to be a part of these opportunities or anything like that. But like being highlighted only as a female is, is a little infuriating. Yeah. yeah it's like, a, why aren't you letting me stand up against my actual peers, which yeah, are men? Exactly. Like you're pitting me against other women and women in this industry. I 100% believe, especially in Atlanta, like our, I think our camaraderie is a lot tighter here than yes. it is in a lot of other <laughs> places. But like none of us women are like, bark 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 you piece of shit like and we're not like that with men either obviously we're sitting here with two of them but you know like allow me to exist in the realm outside of my sex allow me to exist in the realm of the job that i do in terms of what it is holistically in this town or wherever yeah it's it's annoying to have that asterisk next to it it's just like ah great female producer said the white male that's right he's an ally let me tell you from my perspective as no. a white man, it's been hard in life to know. But at least, like, I mean, it has you. I mean, like assholes exist in every well, in every yeah. realm. So I mean, like, I get it's front minor, back all over the place. I get like, the pop up. It's like, oh yeah, it's like a pop up, and it's just like <laughs> that sounds yeah. like that sounds like it's real. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you know, I still work pretty hard to make the food. So, and yeah. if anything, less than a regular kitchen, or more than a regular kitchen, because I have less. It's like I don't have staff. <laughs> I don't have any infrastructure. There's no resources in place. It's like if if it's Monday and I've already worked 90 hours the last week and I don't want to go in to work on this one day off and my catfish guy catches catfish on Monday and is like I'm going to come drop it off so I go and check it in and I do mm-hmm. the accounting and I do all the secretarial work and so it's so you know it's different we're but then it gets categorized as like, ah, oh, it's just a pop-up, right? Like, yeah. what do you do the rest of the time? Mm. For everyone listening who has never hosted a pop-up or worked a pop-up or been part of a pop-up, 
Shit is really hard. Big pain in the so, ass. So, like, appreciate the people who are putting those on for you, especially, like, in the kitchen. That shit sucks. Yeah. But that, again, is a much smaller thing to have to deal with than I've had to go through my whole life as a gender that's not given the same opportunities as another gender or a race that's given the same sort of thing. Yeah. So I understand to a small extent from having gone through this weird little pop-up thing for a while, but it definitely will never match what women have to go through in the industry because it has always just been kind of a pirate ship of a profession almost it's just like all the rejects and fuck-ups and the people who ne'er do well like what a badass bunch of bitches that do come out of it like i think that's kind of like the the really the takeaway i have is like standing amongst women who have fought their way through i'm like oh yeah yeah that's it we got this this. a lot of the women i shared kitchens with were that way it was just like do not get in her way on saturday night she is in beast mode and you will (laughs) be consumed within it if you get too close Uh well i mean i mean i don't know i feel like as as women who decide to like go into this anyway you already have you're so strong and you are so determined and obviously a little bit stubborn otherwise yeah, you, you have, have to like know what you're getting into you're not someone. walking into it like surely nothing will oh be weird God. or unequal about this yeah like yeah. you were you were in it and you were there and i'm, I'm curious because I've, i'm pretty sure that the three of us have all worked in like the upper echelon of dining for mm. the most part in this town and i wonder how that experience is different for people who aren't Yes. And I don't, I don't yeah. know. I've never worked in a dive bar in my life, ever. Yeah. I don't know how shitty people can get at that level or how... Well, if you ever want to open my dive bar concept with me one day, it's called <laughs> Shitholes. Can we just serve sandwiches and fucking shots and beer? Yeah, the cool. idea is basically have a full drink list, and when people order stuff off of it, you just ignore them and give them, like, a whiskey or whatever you want to do. And the yeah. food menu is the same yeah, way. Yes. It's just, yes. like, it's, it's chicken wings. I'm super into that. Yeah. Can they be lemon pepper wings? Because lemon pepper is my favorite. Yeah, lemon, I like lemon pepper. I like buffalo. Put it on your bagels, so put it on then your bagels. you do a mix. God, lemon like pepper wet, J.R. Cricket style. Yeah. What? Shit, yeah. I haven't been to J.R. Crickets in like 15 years. What? Oh, okay. Honestly, sweet little plug. <laughs> uh, J.R. Crickets, get the ribs. They are so fucking the good. The ribs. The ribs. Are the they one chicken on ribs? Avenue. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm really mad that I even entertained that for six seconds. <laughs> Cause that, I mean, you walked right into that. Uh, I did. I was like, oh, no, no, no. No, do you not know? I've seen that on the menu before. <laughs> uh, they are so good. So they're like, JR Crickets currently has like a 12-piece like half slab combo that you should really get. It's fantastic. This is what happens when you've worked for whoa, like seven whoa, whoa. days straight. <laughs> is nothing, nothing is a joke anymore. It's this all very literal. Is You're this like, a 12-piece yes, half slab of ribs? Yes. And they also... What? How big are the pigs that have 24 Dude, ribs that are, a half slab is 12? They're whole, no, 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 whole no, pigs. 12-piece no, wings, wings. Okay, that's what with I, half okay, slab ribs. Sense, like, they have, no, no, no. Do they breed pigs and for 12. Like, that's what it is now. <laughs> Uh, no, and then if you ever order a dirty martini, they will serve it to you in a wine glass, and it is huge. Fuck yes! Perfect. What am I doing? Uh, it's on my way home. Is what I said. That was, that was, yeah. It was yeah, on my way it's, home. It's on my way home. It's in right the there. Sense that it's I fine. could drive to it. Can I tell you both a secret, please? I was serving in a restaurant. crickets. Nope. No, I wish. God, <laughs> fuck! If I had had martinis in a wine glass, it would have made so much more sense. I didn't know what a dirty martini was for over a year serving at cakes and ale i want everyone to hear that please feel free so to what if people there. ordered them know. from you what did you, what did you i do? said yes Passed because i knew people ordered them yeah but i didn't know and what it was made them a martini well i wasn't bartending oh, i, I was serving did. yeah oh, i didn't yeah. i just didn't know and my friend logan was like 
I asked him one, in confidence, like just the two of us one day, I was like, Logan, the fuck is a dirty martini? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, how long have you been serving at this fucking place? I was like, don't worry about that. Answer don't my question. <laughs> yeah, yep, uh-huh. I need information. Like, He's I, like, I didn't come here for judgment. It's olive juice. I was like, me and my, gross, me and my 24 shit? rib pig are onto some business. <laughs> and I need to know yeah. what goes in this drink. That's my secret. I didn't know. Mm. I didn't know. I said yes, because I knew it. We could do it. I knew that, but I had no fucking idea what it meant. Oh, so many secrets I have where I'm just like, it's been so long since I've worked behind a traditional bar where I'm like now having to reteach myself. Like what was an institution of like classics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, well, time to get your feet wet. You're all like, I'm just like, now. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like trying to like backtrack. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. It's like, obviously like you can pick it up a little bit more, but you're trying to like remember little bits and pieces. You'll definitely like, get a lot of blank and blanks proportion. off the belt line. Like, yeah. oh, I get a blank and blank. Like, you know, Jack like, and Coke or whatever. Like, I mean, we all say Firefly that, and like, Monster. Who fucking knows? Like, I don't know I what to no expect idea. from people. I don't anything? know what to expect. Everyone's like, what are you going to do with your menu? I was like, uh, I mean, a little bit of me, a little bit of everybody else. Yeah. And like, <laughs> see what sticks, I guess. I'm going to throw up on the wall like fucking spaghetti. I'll figure yeah, it out. Like, that's exactly what we're doing. I'm like, there's three sec, or well, there's four. It's like, boop, boop, boop. One of my absolute favorite things to do with my wife when we're exhausted is to play word association, where one of us throws out a series of random words and the other blurts out whatever comes to mind first in response. So I figured I'd subject my groggy guest to a surprise lightning round of word association on the fly. Do you have predetermined... Oh my gosh, it's so loud now. Do you have predetermined things you're going to say to us? I only have a couple, but I did predetermine them. They're different for each of you. Oh, 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 we're not going together. <gasps> oh, we're not going together? Yeah, I thought that would be confusing. Oh, no. My brain is so dead. Oh, I this can't survive alone. Super fun. All right, we can well, do it together. I'm with you. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll act it out. The thing is that it'll <laughs> influence, like, you know, like, this thing. Are we going back and forth? But, yeah, was, but we can just do the same one, and you each just say what comes to your mind first. Wait, That'd are we great. Are we doing oh. a... No, no, I don't no, think it's I competition. Want... No, yeah, no, Yeah, it's a competition. There's points. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm awake. No, I'm just kidding. No, let's just do it that way. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll just say them, and you just say the first thing that comes to both of your minds. Just no, I want you out. to do your own. Your no, 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 no. I want you to do your own. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants me to go diving into the Yeah, you want to go in first? <laughs> we'll go back. All right. All right. Then we'll do it one at a time. <clears throat> Are we, wait, is she going to have different words than me, though? Yes. Okay, cool. Are you ready? Never. You ready for, are you ready for lightning round? All right, Melissa. Arbor Mist. Drunk. White girls also. <laughs> Boda box. Also white girls. And Target. Sommelier. Eh. <laughs> perfect. Food blogger. Eh. Also perfect. Restaurant critic. Well, there uh, was that one lady. I pedigree. <laughs> there, was that, there was that one back when magazines and newspapers were a thing. Uh-huh. Wine collector. Drink that shit. Hell yeah. City of Atlanta permitting. They're very nice when you call them every day. <laughs> Rosé. Fucking get over it already. Am wow. I supposed, only supposed to have one word answers? No, those are fine. Okay, that comes first. Perfect. Okay. You are free. Okay. Your lightning round is over. Oh, oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> you did great. Okay, A couple okay. curveballs I wasn't expecting, honestly, but that's good. The eh? No, the Rosé. Get over it. I'm so fucking yeah, over yeah, no, it. That's like, good. That's, I want that's everyone I curious, a fucking PSA for everybody because Rosé has become this like, 
marketed hmm. tool of success. Everyone's making them, and they're all fucking mediocre. Guess what? They don't have to go to rosé. Try some orange wine, you dumbasses. You're going to love I mean, it. You'll hate it, but you'll love it. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm like... I'm not even like on the orange bus. I'm not there. I don't like there. I believe in some of them when they're well made, but I'm not like, I love every orange. It's not just like this is orange. So it's good. Right. And I don't believe that of Rose either. And it like, it drives me fucking crazy. What do you like in a Rose? So the, the most, the two most memorable Rose's that I've had in four years, I can name them both off the top of my head. One was Arno Roberts, um, Mm. uh, Trigue Nationale Rose last year and Umedam, it was Blau Frankish and something else. The Umedum tasted like stewed tomatoes and the Arno Roberts made me, it made me feel in my mouth. Like I was like eating lamb's ear, the actual fucking plant. That's what it tasted. It was Sensencia. It made my mouth feel like I was experiencing something that was completely and utterly of touch. And if something doesn't remind me of something, like if a wine does not bring me personally back to a place or have like an ex in a, like a very mm. direct immediate response, I don't buy what's it. What's the point? What's the point? Right. Like if it, like I, I have been buying wine in a professional setting for a long time. I have studied my way through this. I've drank top to bottom, like really shitty wine. Believe me, Boda box comes from a gas station and there have been times when I put one in a fucking paper <laughs> bag and walked it home. Like shit happens. Like yeah. it's cool. There's that Spanish box wine. I forget the brand, but it's, pretty good they have it at barcelona friends yeah <laughs> is that is that it mother <laughs> thank you may i have another i think it's from yeah francia all right mercedes all right i'm ready are you ready mm-hmm. fireball gross Limerita. Oh, uh, rosacea. <laughs> Mixologist. Mm, no, thank you. Drinkstagrammer. I have not heard of that. Oh, that's a thing now. Is that like the cocktail mm-hmm. food Drinkstagrammer? Yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> what a hoot. Well, trust me. Can I say been, hoot? They're oh, a hoot. <laughs> what a hoot. That's so cute. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. That means fuck you. <laughs> yes, it does. Yelp. No, thank, no, 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 no. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Cocktail geek. Okay. We can like talk maybe about something. City of Atlanta liquor laws. <sighs> uh, can I just like put the sigh That's in? High. Um, be better. Mm. Mind eraser. <laughs> be better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, 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 a more approachable. Can we like just <laughs> do that? the fuck is a mind eraser it's like uh oh, it's when you just drink a shot or drink a cocktail like it's a shot no 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 it's no, a no, thing. no no it's no a, no, a no uh uh fuck it, it is you're right you're, it's, it's kind of like a like a quick little pour of this this a and this and just like poof. yeah yeah hold on hold on hold on i'm gonna put this down we also call it like um like, like to the chin it's, it's like when you drink a cocktail uh like it's a shot you yeah. like take it to the chin like not take it to the head you take it to the chin because it just like literally yeah. pours down you most of the time hey. that was the thing i tried to spread around the city for a while was a mind eraser is vodka coffee liqueur and club soda in equal parts <laughs> this is what happens when you don't work in shit bars okay. that curdles by the way I, i'm almost yeah. positive exactly <laughs> that's gotta the be. point you gotta, you gotta <laughs> chug it really quick oh that's it yeah you're right well yeah it's like one of those shots where it's like a cement mixer or something yeah. it's like lime and coffee liqueur mm-hmm. and anything that makes you think you shouldn't drink it means that you should drink it quickly yes <laughs> nothing says i want to drink this like the texture of cottage cheese <laughs> 
that's protein. Okay. That's mm-hmm. Keep going. Fire. Fire That was it. It was over. That's it. Ooh. That's all I got. <laughs> I feel like I should have thought of more, more, but I don't know. Kahlua. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Kahlua is pretty good. Grimarnier. No. Uh, Pre-rot. Jaeger. Oh, I'm going to you. Oh, pre-rot. Uh, it can be delightful. Okay. Most of it is. Some so of it's shit, just like every wine. Um, okay, so sparkling rosé, you have the same feelings. I don't have the same feelings about sparkling rosé. depends on where it comes from and if okay. it's well-made. Okay. Uh, Blanco tequila. Yes. <laughs> Here's uh, the thing is I, I love anything. There's a part of me that like really still lives in a, like a chilled shot martini like yeah. frozen drink era that like I never quite got to experience and I still try and live that day yeah. to day. You should go Let's to, go the, to Applebee's. the breakaway grill. <gasps> okay. Let's get cocktails bigger than our faces. First and foremost, <laughs> anyone listening, go to Texas Roadhouse. They have something called a legendary margarita. You will be served a goblet of margarita. It's frozen, by the way. There's also a shot that I'm not really quite sure what it is, but you will die, and um, you'll also kind of love it. You're welcome. <laughs> American Amaro. Mm. This is a tough question. Ooh. You're welcome. Completely subjective. I think there are some people who do it really well, mm-hmm. and there are some people who are going to hopefully do well in the future. That is a diplomatic sort of Yeah, it's, it's almost like the <laughs> local craft beer scene. It's like, I get it. It was brewed near here. Yeah. That does not mean it's good. Yeah. Sorry. Or, or yeah. better yet, like your first batch shouldn't be your only batch. Like, yeah. give it out, give it feedback. And this is someone who like tries to make things where I'm like, I know this isn't quite where I want it to be, and I'm totally okay with that. Um, but I do want feedback on it so I can come back and make it something different. This is what would make a really great guest is someone having <laughs> constructive feedback <laughs> on something Yeah, from someone. Mm-hmm. But it's only true. if we ask for it. Right, right. Don't fucking tell me yeah, that it sucks if I didn't ask you yeah, if it sucks. Like, so you keep that shit to yourself. I know it sucks. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I'm already maybe aware that it might suck. All right, guys. This has been great. Thank you for making the time. I know you're busy. You all work a lot. This is the time where we wrap it up, do some plugs. Mercedes, if you want to go first, let people know. Yeah, uh, just come see me at Cold Beer. We'll be open, hopefully, in uh, July of 2019. Uh, We're going to be right off the uh, Beltline of uh, right near Edgewood, and come see me. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, Ding, ding, ding. Melissa? Melissa shares a wall with Mercedes, so we're very <laughs> excited to be neighbors. I'm going to serve lots of wine, so you can go have cocktails with Mercedes. Come have some wine with me later. Take some wine home with you if you'd like. Uh, yeah, we're on the Beltline. There's a beach oasis <laughs> across the Beltline from us. Yes, yes, not the beach oasis. On the beach oasis. We'll be fighting it out. That's, <laughs> a, that's our designated fighting area yes. <laughs> in the beach oasis. Uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be good. Also, probably end of June, July. Fingers crossed. All mm-hmm. things, all things considered. Perfect. Nice. That was not a plug for NPR, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I'll ask you, Jarrett. So, tell us the same things about Little Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Same things about Little Bear. Until Little Bear, uh, you can still find Eat Me, Speak Me at the SOS Tiki Bar in Decatur. We're there every Wednesday through Saturday through June. Uh, July and August will be some Little Bear pop-ups, probably along Georgia Avenue at some other spaces. Um, the Metropolitan building that our landlords own as well. We have a couple of spaces we can use there. 
Uh, and then Little Bear, our first restaurant, will hopefully be maybe September or October if we're lucky. So we'll this see. is so great. We're yeah. all like right around the same time. This is yeah. so lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be the, the change of the guard. We'll be a little baby restaurant. 30 seats. Nice. Come in and oh sit down. Oh, my God. Yeah. Little That's baby. I'm so excited. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Dream restaurant is like 10. Yeah. It's like, no, uh, you get like one spot to sit. I think yeah. 30 is a, as a tight. 30 is good. It's enough where you can have a little bit of staff. As restaurant? Like a 10 seater is like, it's me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> 30 is like, it's me. I could pay a couple people. I think, I think restaurant like dreamers, I think all of us are. Are like not the we want to open something that's a hundred seats. We want to open something that's like five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as yeah. few people as, like, don't as you want few it to be good? as possible can yeah. come in here. Like mm-hmm. it's only our favorite people every day. Aren't you worried about all the people that you'll lose because they can't come in? It's like no, uh, not the people I want. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. The people the who want who to be here, here will come. Yeah. Ladies, gentlemen, restaurant monsters, thank you for listening to this episode of Ticket Stabbers. And thank you to Mercedes and Melissa for joining me for our first episode. Our badass music was written by The Pleasure Point, Atlanta's sexiest band, who you can follow on Instagram at the underscore pleasure underscore point. You can also follow our podcast at Ticket Stabbers and reach us via email at ticketstabbers at gmail.com. If you work in restaurants, job bless my dudes and dudettes. Stay strong. If you don't, remember, the customer is not always right. And if you don't agree, there's a good chance you're terrible. Yelp you later. Thank you.